0: Hey, 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 welcome to the bonus mom life podcast, your go to resource for inspiration, guidance and support on your bonus mom journey. I'm your host, Lucretia Mays, the bonus mom coach, and I'm thrilled to be here with you today. Whether you're a stepmother, a bonus mom or someone navigating the complexities of blending families, this podcast is designed to empower you celebrate your role and provide you with practical tools to thrive in your unique family dynamic. So let's get into it. Hey, 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 y'all, welcome back for another episode of the Bonus Mom Life Podcast with me, your host, Mae, Mays, the Bonus Mom Coach, and I am so excited to have here another fellow bonus mom, a author, a podcaster, a strategist, and she is just a boss in itself. Miss um, Leah Forney, thank you so much for coming on the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here.
0: Yes. And I love to connect with other bonus moms who, um, don't mind sharing their experiences because it's good for us to have a community that is best, you know, safe community, positive, um, relatable, because we all grow through, of course, different journeys, but our end goal is to have peace, to have unity, um, and just to have a great experience. Um, so, um, Introduce the people um, to who you are a little bit and then we'll dive on into everything else.
1: Yeah, so hey, y'all, I'm Leah M. Forney. Um, I coined myself the Visibility Activator because I help women entrepreneurs really hone in on their pitching skills so that they can land and secure more opportunities, whether that's through media, books, or stages. Um, I always say visibility is the name of the game because the more visible you are, the more opportunities you get. So I'm also a nine-time published author. So I just released my ninth book on on my birthday, which was January 30th. It's called Boss Women Pitch. And so BOSS stands for Bold, Ambitious Women Seeking Exposure. And so I give my nine keys to how I went from being this struggling, undiscovered author to now being sought after and in demand. And so it's for all the bold women out here that like, you know, 2024 is the year. That I want to, you know, get out there and, and let the world know that I'm I'm out here. So it's su- I'm super excited for that. And then when I'm not doing all of that, I'm a podcaster. So I host a show called Hey, Queen Thrive. We're in our fourth Ooh. season. Yes. Um, I started that in the midst of a global pandemic. You know, God gave me that idea. And I was like, all right, let's run with it. Yes. And then when I'm also not doing that, I also executive produce. So I have a documentary I'm currently working on
0: called Come silent no
1: more that is all about child sexual abuse
0: yeah and
1: i am a sexual assault survivor well i like to say thriver because i tell yes. people the difference between surviving and thriving through something and i've Come spent on. the last decade training and teaching and speaking so yeah and of course you know bonus mom <laughs> so i'm
0: super yeah, excited i mean i i mean what don't you okay what don't you do <laughs> I mean, I'm loving it because, you know, you are doing and and everything that you're Needing to do that, God has called you to do. You're walking in that path. You're walking in that alignment. So things, it may sound like a lot, but it's just in place. He's placing you in the right thing at the right time, at the right moment. So it's not overwhelming. And I love to see it. I love to see women thriving and walking in that alignment that God has called them to do. And I mean, I'm like, you were rolling off the, you was like this. Like I said, (laughs) you better come on, sis, and give me that. Give me that scroll. Okay.
1: Listen, sometimes I forget what I do because I do so much. (laughs) I'd be like, what do you do? So I'd be having to just roll it off the top of my head. Like, what do you do?
0: And you know what? That goes and speaks volumes to the book that you said because you pitched all of that and just, I mean, boom. Okay. (laughs) So y'all know she knows what she's talking about. She wrote a book about it and y'all just heard her just pitch everything eloquently, what you do. I mean, you better come on, sis. Okay. Thank you. Thank so, um, you know, like I said, talk about, you know, your uh, bonus mom journey and um, how that is going because I know you did share a little bit of your story, but uh, I love for people to tell uh, their own story and their own testimony yeah. and share their experience.
1: So, you know, it's so funny because it's kind of very new, it's two years into it. Um, yeah. I never saw myself being a mom. At all, I'm not a mother figure right. or anything, Um, because my backstory is like the daughter of two addicts. So I didn't grow up with my mother or my father. So oh, wow. I kind of struggled with the abandonment and the rejection. And I kind of felt like I didn't want to have kids because I knew that God ultimately was calling me to something great. And I knew I right. be very busy. And I was like, I do not want my children to experience <laughs> abandonment of any kind right like and it wasn't gonna be an abandonment because mom wasn't there it was more like right. an abandonment like emotionally because i was yeah. super busy so i kind of like did not ever in my life see me having any children period i didn't even date men with kids like seriously um, i was kind of <laughs> like if you had kids it was like eh, you know i'm no sorry go. but not sorry And so what actually ended up happening, I was engaged to be married about five years ago and he died unexpectedly at the age of 30. Oh my God. And so going through that grief journey kind of like really changed my whole life. Um, I started really putting things in perspective. I started thinking like, okay, do you want kids? Do you not want kids? What does motherhood look like? Um, And then on top of that, like I was battling with fibroids, you know, being a black woman, we get fibroids and endometriosis and all that. So I kind of had this like 50, 50 chance that I could and couldn't. And so I remember like my therapist a few years ago, she gave me this assignment and this assignment was to like write down my ideal partner, like who he was mm. at his core. Right. And so I was like, okay. I was like, I might need a bottle of wine <laughs> for this.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay.
1: Cause I don't necessarily know, but I took the assignment real serious. And I remember there were a few things I wanted. I wanted a partner that was going to be a communicator. He was going to be consistent. He was going to be patient. But I also yeah. wrote that I needed someone who had knew what it felt like to love and lost right because oh god yeah for me it was different like it's one thing to be like oh we broke up because you know we grew (laughs) apart but in my case he died so it was kind of like unless you had experienced that i don't necessarily know if i could explain that one yeah (laughs) yeah so when i wrote those things down i kind of was like all right cool i did my assignment i tucked it away and then fast forward, probably so that I did that assignment. I want to say it was like February, March of what, twenty twenty two, because we we're coming on right. two years now. And then May of twenty twenty two, my yeah. Mister Incredible, like I like to call him.
0: Shows come on, up. <laughs> come and on, Mister Incredible.
1: We, you know, we we get the talking and 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 like really connecting. And I f- totally feel, even forgot that I had even made this list. It was the funny thing. So we get to talking and connecting and a few months into us, you know, just dating and getting to know each other. You know, he had told me, you know, he had children and things like that. And again, in my mind, I'm like,
0: are we really uh, about
1: to do this?
0: Right. What? Was that on my list? Was that right. on my list? Did I put it on my like... God?
1: <laughs>
0: you know, you got this rule against men with children.
1: <laughs> Right. so, like, originally I was like, mm, I don't know. But it was just something about right. him. It was this this calm and this peace that he brought to my life at the time that yeah. I don't think I even realized I needed it. And so we continued to date. And my big, when, you know, when he told me that he had children, I think the thing that made me realize that he was the man that I had kind of manifested was that when we got into conversation around his children's mother and finding out that his younger two children's mom had transitioned. And I Jesus. was like,
0: there we go, guys. I, like, I see how you're okay. working.
1: Right. It was kind of like, I mean, I know I had said somebody that had loved me last. <laughs> right. So it was like for the first time and in, in after that relationship ended and in getting involved with this person, it was like, wow, somebody that gets it. Someone yeah. I don't have to explain that to because they exactly it. um and so I remember like when we started having conversations about introducing the children, um uh, we took our time like I know yeah. you know people like to say you know you should just do it right away and that like we were probably together a good four to six months before it was like all right yeah I think it's time and I understood it because one it was. These are his children, you know. He's the same father, but then also I understood the complexities of like their mom not being here, and then for me it was like, how are you feeling? Like, are you ready to like kind of dive into it? So it was just, yeah, it was it was one of those things. Like, it was like, all right, I'm cool with baby stepping into this because I wasn't even a hundred percent sure how I wanted to show up. All I knew was that I was like, okay. I know what it's like to not only love and loss, I also know what it's like to not have parents anymore. And I just knew that I wanted to if I was whatever role I wanted to go into it, I didn't even go into it on some bonus mom thing. I was like, I just want to go in there and be a, a an adult figure in their life that they can. Right. Like that was kind exactly. of my process. It wasn't like, oh, call me mom and and all that. It was like nah, if you just want to call me Miss Leah, like we miss Leah till the wheels fall off. Like I was cool exactly. with that because I wanted it to go according to them and how they yeah. felt and what they needed. And I just wasn't trying, I still don't try to play that role. It's just kind of like, so important. we move at the that's pace of you. That, you did
0: that? Yeah. It's definitely yeah. important that you did that. Cause some bonus moms, you know, we don't, know how to go into it. And like I said, you know, even backtracking to what that list, that's that goes at right division and make it plain. You know, you told yeah. God, hey, I wanted somebody that experienced the same thing that I did, but specifically, you know, he was gonna give it to you like you said it. But I can't tell you how it's gonna come packaged. Yes, he's yeah. experienced it. He knows how it feels, but he also has something that you said that you weren't going that you didn't really want to do date somebody with kids. So I'm gonna say, I'm giving you what you what you want. But I'm also yeah. giving you what you need because you also yes. needed to be that. Show the kids, you know, who may be experiencing that issues with not having a mom there physically. And you are you didn't have that. So you're wanting to be something, you know, that you didn't have. So, I, you know, I love how God um, orchestrates everything. You know, it's not to the beat of our drum, so to speak. I mean, we got a couple of beats in there, but. He also remixes it, right? And add a little bit, yeah. you know, a little flavor to it. So um, I love that. Yeah. And I love that you took them into consideration. And, you know, sometimes people don't think we think about that, but we actually do. You know, bonus moms get yeah. this rep of, oh, you coming in, you dating. or you want to change this? You want to spank the kids? You want to do? No, I'm actually not. If you really get to know me, you know how I am. It's just the way that society has put this stereotypical like umbrella over yeah. bonus moms, and we we're not like I mean, I can't speak for all of them yeah, but um, <laughs> come on, right, a little right. but yeah. you know, but those people they go into these attentions, and you got to think about the person that that that's dating them, how are you they they know how to pick so are you questioning their pick of the litter, right, you know, yeah, are you questioning absolutely. you know how they are and how they can pick women, I mean, they pick the person he had kids with. So are you trying to say they don't have good character? Right. So you yeah. got to think about all those too.
1: Yeah, no. And that's exactly what I did. And and I will say before Mr. Incredible even came into the picture, like I had spent four years getting to know me after my dad yeah. had died. So right. by the time he came into the picture, I had done my work. I was doing yeah. my healing. I was on my journey. And so again, it was just one of those things like, okay, what, what role do you want to play? You know? And even now it's still like, I he leads, I follow, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, yeah. I'm, I don't come into it with, you know, Oh, you got to respect me. You got to do that. Cause what I've learned on this journey is that like, when you just give these kids love and affection and just yes. like be there for them, like all of that will fall into place. You know come what i mean? Like, the mere fact that they have someone additional in their life—that's just like I just want to be a part of your village, and I just want to like love on you and be there for you. Yeah, like you know, that's that's how we do it over here. Like, her, you know, his daughter and I are born both born in the same month, so we call each other oh. Team January. Like, it's okay. you know, it's a whole it's a whole thing, you know. Right, and like, but. That was something she started. And it was like, all right, yeah. cool, we're going to roll with it. Like, yep. like that's because I, I, I just believe in kids do deserve to have a voice. And I think yeah. that, like you said, bonus moms, you know, we do get that bad rap that like we're coming in and changing things. And a lot of us are like, nah, we just going to sit back and chill. And like, however it goes, however it plays out, yeah. it's going to play out. Like, all we want is to just be that voice and that love and that consistency. For these children, especially when they've lost it, whether it's due to separation or like yeah. parent past, like that, that was my whole thought process It's like, I know what it feels like to have no longer have parents. Yeah, I know what that feels like. So for me, when I decided to say, okay, I'm all in with this man, and, and I'm accepting his children as a yeah. part of my life it was like, all right, you gotta be consistent at that because they already know what that feels like. So you can't go into it being another person that loves them today, but because me and dad fall out, you know what I mean? you going tomorrow. Like I I had to really think about that before I was like, cool, let's, let's (laughs) do this.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. I get that. And, you know, even talking about how long you guys waited, you know, um, my husband, he was like, I'm going to wait six months. And then he was like, I don't know, but he was like, I might have to wait, I might have to wait another six months because I just want to make sure, you know, yeah. that I haven't, I don't bring women around my daughter. And mm-hmm. I need to make sure before he said, because this is something I, I don't want her to, I don't want to show her how men are supposed to treat women because I don't want her yeah. to feel like she should be treated, you know, just, oh, pick a, you know what I'm saying? Just whatever, do whatever and next, You know, I don't want her to think that that's okay for her to be treated that way. So, you know, like I said, and she and I have a great relationship and I had to uh, understand he facilitated, facilitated that. And that's so important too. He was like, this is what she likes. I'm gonna let you know. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. And, you know, we got along very well. It was just, you know, with her mom, that was a rocky road, but, you know, I I had to understand it wasn't until... A lot of years later that I really understood that she had her own process to go to go through. She was actually going through grief, you know, and Mm -hmm. she may or may not say that, but that that is a process. Even though you didn't physically lose someone, you physically lost. I mean, you know, mentally and everything like that, you lost a family. You're sitting back and watching this family that you created. And now that you're on the outside, you have another woman that's coming in and y'all are doing family trips together y'all are making these memories and, you know, it's just like, wow. You know, it's just something that just, you got to sit in it. And it's, it's not that she's upset with me. It's just getting over and trying to process everything that she was going through within her own self and the relationship. And, you know, and it's someone new. And like I said, you have to be cautious, of course, with people around your kids. I do understand that, but um, you know, it's just, you know, it's just a process. But, you know, and how it is. like the full time, you know, it's different because we had every other week. But having the kids, mm-hmm. you know, being full time bonus mom, how how was that? You know, wh- or what tips could you give those bonus moms that may be starting this process of being a full time bonus mom?
1: Yeah, you know, I I would say for me it, it it's we take it every day, every yeah. week ahead of time. You know what I mean? Like I think the biggest thing that I I love about our unit is open communication, right? Yes. Um but I would say it was a journey. Like I remember early on when when we would have the kids like this, the you know the the struggles to be like affectionate with each other, right? It's yeah. kind of like like uh, did we show them, this? <laughs> like, you know what I mean. And I right. just remember like having a whole conversation with him, and I was like, you know, I think it's okay to show them, show them that, you know. Yeah, I was like, because there's a difference between like being affectionate and them seeing daddy slap me on, on the booty. Like, you know, right. what I mean? okay. like you kind of gotta okay. find the good line you know but yes. getting them you know getting him to even understand like you know kids need to see that like that's how they, they learn how relationships work you know yep. like they learn oh you know <laughs> this is what happens when two people are in love so yeah. having to like go through that dance and just kind of figure out like do we do we show what do we show how are we around each other because like yeah when when the children are not with like we all over each other but right <laughs> you know, when you get <laughs> the presence of kids Things change. So, and then just, you know, navigating schedules and, and okay, who needs to go where and what needs to be happening and like all the things, you know? And then for me, like I could be such a workaholic sometimes, right? Like it's incredible. He always be like, yeah, you are, you're a workaholic. (laughs) And even for me having to like rearrange my business schedule to be like, all right, so on the weekends, it's family time. You know, yeah. at this hour, I'm cutting it off because it's, you know, time for us. And just yeah. being very, very intentional, They're being yeah. very, very consistent. Um, those are, like, the things that I would say. And then the, having that open communication, you know, very. like, we, we've we had conversations where it's like, all right, we thinking about buying a house and asking, like, how y'all feel about that? You know, like, yeah. and get, yeah. I've had friends who've lost kids really early to, like, suicide. Be, and mm. I remember, like, one of my good friends, his brother lost his son at, like, 10 years old. He completely, you know, completed suicide. And it was because he felt like he wasn't heard. And so, uh, and then yeah. me being a child who also felt that same way, like, yeah. having to introduce that and be like, you know, it's okay to, like, say, you know, give the children a voice and, and be able to say, like, hey, what do you think about that? But also right. being able to say understand that we're the adults are going to make the final decision right yeah. like daddy and miss lee are going to have this conversation and we're going to yeah. figure out what's best for the family so it's been but it's it's taking it literally like day by day week by week month by month and and being okay with the pace that they choose to go come right? on like don't be yes. so quick to be like i'm your mom you need to <laughs> you know like exactly don't don't be so quick to do that, like, cause you'll be surprised. Yeah. What I've learned is you'll be surprised how kids will, in their own little way, kind of make you feel like they see you as that, as a mother figure. You know, like I think yeah. about we went to dinner for our baby girl's birthday. Like she having this whole conversation, and she was like, "Yeah, cause I got dad, and I got my brother, and I got mom, aka Miss Leah," and I, and I'm just sitting there like. Anybody just hear her say? The word, okay. Mom. Like, can I get
0: a um? Can I get a microphone? Can can I? Can I hear my baby girl say it?
1: <laughs> Right, and but that thing, like, like it really hit me in my heart because it was like, wow, like the fact that she sees me in in that capacity when all I was yeah. trying to do was show up and be like, look, I just here to love you because I love your daddy mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. So I definitely think that just being patient and like yeah. kind of going with the flow. And being okay at whatever pace that they go, you know, really? but also letting them know, like, you're loved. We care about you. I'm here for you. You know, I love when they want to come and talk about school drama. Like, I'd be like, where's my popcorn? Cause y'all got some drama okay. to, <laughs> to be 10 and 11. Like,
0: <laughs> school is crazy like, nowadays.
1: What? <laughs> like, you know, but those things matter to them
0: yeah and it's that and like i said and that's another thing you know we don't we're not going to say hey you got to call me mom it's just the way that we're moving our yes. movement the things that we're doing we're showing them love the effect something that a mother would show yeah. a child and it doesn't that doesn't have to be in your dna it doesn't it does not have to be in your that's all we're doing we're not saying hey you better call me mama and that's what i'm saying it's not it they are seeing in this household, like, this is a mom here. She loves me. She's feeding me. She's, you know, you know, as far as reprimanding me verbally. um, And she's telling me, Hey, I'm not here to overstep. I'm here to guide you, support you, to love you. And I have to let you know, like, Hey baby, that wasn't, that wasn't nice. That wasn't good. You know, I'm gonna make sure your best interest is is taking consideration and we're just showing them what a mom would the same thing that they may be getting from their mom. It's just, yeah. I didn't birth you. And I just love that. To I love to see that. And I know it's a taboo that some, you know, biological moms don't like for their kids to call the other, you know, other woman mom. And, um, you know, we had a situation like that and, um, you know, she said, you know, do not ever call her mama. And, you know, cause she called me mom just off because she wanted to. And, you know, my husband, he was okay with that. And he, they even had a conversation about it. And she asked him, how would you feel if I had a man and he called, she called him daddy. And he said, well, I wouldn't feel away. I know I'm her father. I know I'm her dad. So if he's taking care of my daughter and being a father figure for her, that's okay. He said, I'm secure in my role as her father you know, and I'm not going to, you know, worry about that. So, you know, he said, but I had, you know, he had to respect her wishes because that's something that she had to, you know, get through. But um, yeah, so she stopped. This was like, I've been a bonus mom for over 15 years. So this is younger days. And so um, it's just, but like I said, when we get to all get together, this is my bonus mom. That's my mom, you know, um, all of that. So I, I never pressured her um, to call me that. I just loved her like I love, you know, when we had a we have a son now. So I do the same. I tr- don't treat them any different. My parents don't even treat them different. Yeah, um, they treat them one the same. And you know, because I came from a blended family as well too, so yeah. I definitely know how it feels um, to be loved on um, by another family that you are technically not blood related to. Mm-hmm. I call, and they call me niece, a uh, granddaughter, great, you know, cousin, all of that. And it, it was never any different. So, um, I love that how you guys are in your family and taking it day by day and mm-hmm. understanding that it's not an instant pot, you know, with, Oh, we're going to be an instant pot family. It's a blended family. Boop. And here we go. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't, work that way. And every blended family is different, you know, but, um, you have to go into it with an open mind, open heart. And like you said, the communication portion is very important, very important. And understanding that it's not going to be instant pot. It's not going to be okay. I want to go in here and things are going to be this way. They're going to be so nice. Um, that's how I went in with these expectations because I came from a (laughs) blended family and and I went in because my biological father wasn't involved. Um, Mm. I would see him every blue moon and, um, but my bonus dad, he's very major part of my life, um, and the kid's life. But, um, you know, just, I thought it was going to be great, but no, it, it wasn't. And I didn't understand that. And so that's definitely why I try to, when I try, that's why God has me in this position to interview awesome bonus moms like you, to tell your experience so other women can know that, hey, she's me. I'm her. So she's giving me these tips so I can avoid doing the same things that she may have done you know and that's what I try to do give this guidebook give this this um this book out here for um bonus moms to not have to go through the same thing like I said I went through with these uh unrealistic expectations yeah I,
1: I yeah I, I I highly tell people like do away with the expectations like kind of just go with the flow because yeah expectations one are going to get you hurt because you're going to expect on. something And when it doesn't happen that way, you know, it, it, it's going to hurt you. So for me, it was just kind of like when I made the decision to be, okay, I'm going to show up in this space. It was just like, all right, I'm going to just be Leah. I'm going to love them. I'm going to laugh with them, but I'm also, you know, and over time, I would say the authoritative, you know, disciplinarian part started to come over time, but it wasn't something like right out the gate. I'm like, right ah no nah. like I I still leave that to their father it's kind of like yeah got it. Yep. but if anything we took we take the unified front so it's like yes. if dad says no it's no like there's no yeah. there's no like dad says no and then I'm gonna come over here to mama Leah and be like hey like no <laughs> if dad says no it's no so you know but we do a very great job of just like getting them to understand like there's nothing we won't do for y'all but also getting yeah. them to understand like we do have expectations that you go to school you do your work yeah. behave like we like that's what we do have expectations of and so when you're not doing that yeah yep. no you don't get to be on the xbox no, no you don't get to be on your electronics like yes you get to stare at the four walls for the
0: weekend like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: That's what's going to happen, you know, even down to birthdays and Christmases. It's like, um, get to understand, like getting them to understand, like if we get back bad report cards or bad progress, you know, me and their father was talking about the day. I said, are we doing something with them for the weekend? He was like, yeah, we're going to see what that school report card looks like first, you know,
0: because that's, that's real.
1: If you're not doing what we expect of you, then, yeah, you can't be like, but I want to go to Sky Zone and I want. It's like, <laughs> oh, we wanted to take you, but you know, you failed school, uh, so yeah, <laughs> you know, like that's kind of our approach is just getting them to understand. Like, we do have expectations of you. Keep your room clean. Do what it is that we're asking of you, not just of us, but the adults in your life, because you have yep. a village, you have grandparents, you have uncles. So it's yeah. not just listen to us. Listen to your village but yes. the minute you're not yeah no we take stuff away there's there's oh, no yeah. <laughs> there's no rewarding bad behavior like no
0: no not at all you know and that's what some sometimes that happens in blended families one household you know does one thing and then another household does parent differently and a lot of kids can try to try to use that to their advantage so yeah. um yeah no uh uh-uh, that ain't gonna work over here <laughs> We got, and yeah. that's one thing that's important too. Everybody's unified. Everybody is on one accord. And it's not saying, oh, I'm putting uh, my spouse or my partner before you. I'm, we're, we're parents. So we're yeah. doing everything that we're supposed to do to make sure we are leading these gifts from God
1: mm-hmm. in the right
0: direction. So yeah, I understand absolutely. that you may not like it. And I mean, we didn't like what our parents may have said to us and made us do, but look how everything turned out. And that's yeah. what we're trying to have you in the best position, the best outcome. So we're we're not having to visit you uh, on certain days of the week or yeah. we not have to visit you in a, in a graveyard or, you know, just things of that nature. We are trying to have you in a great position, even better than we are. And that's our goal. Yeah. You want to see your kids better than you are.
1: Absolutely. And I and I think that's what the one of the reasons why I love the village that we have surrounded them with, because we make sure as a village, we're all on the same page. So it's not yeah. when you go see grandma, <laughs> you get to like, <laughs> she gonna ask. So how's yep. school? You know, yep. she gonna ask, how's the report card? You know, even with their mom not being here and their mother's side of the family still being fully active. That's aunts included. It's like, we, we are unified front. We're having conversations. We're like, uh, you know, call us if yeah. they get the... We pulling up. Like, you know, like, it's <laughs> very... So they know they can't get away with nothing. Because it's like, mm-hmm. all right, if I try, grandma going to get oh, me. Yeah. Uncle's going to get me. Auntie going to call daddy. Daddy going to call mom. So they already know, like... By the time they get home, we everybody didn't found out. So it was kind of like yeah. that's that's what you decided you were gonna that's go today and do. You know? So I and I love that for them because they, they understand that we are going to hold you accountable even at ten yeah. and eleven. Like yes, there's a level yeah. of accountability even at ten and eleven.
0: Yeah, I love that and I love that you know, the relationship as far as that you have with um their your mom who has uh you know, going on to be with Glory with that side of the family and how they um, accept you, because I'm pretty sure that's hard for them. Um, And so it's a big transition. So I definitely um, give love to them for loving on you, for loving on their, you know, nieces, nephews, grandkids, little cousins, because, um, you know, they lost a special person. And sometimes that can be hard, um, you know, for someone to do that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And even, you know, when I first came around and was introduced to them, like, again, I still took the approach of like, yes, this is, I'm with him, but like, understand, like, I'm here to just be his partner and the the support. And I think over time they started to see like, okay, she really genuinely loves these kids. You know, like, this is not nothing fake and phony or whatever. And so over time they kind of began to open up and, and begin yeah. began to connect. And again, I took that in stride because like, this is not something that was like 10 years ago. It, it's only a few years. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, it was like understanding, like as someone who's gone through grief and loss, like it'd be fresh. And sometimes yes. it takes a minute. So I yep. understood the dynamics. And I, and I got to have to give credit to my man for that because before yeah. the introduction, it was like, listen, this is my, this, this is what I'm coming to the table with. This is right. all of me, you know, take it or leave it. Like it was kind of like that, you know, That's and I real. have to give him credit for that because he laid it all out on the table and it was like, look, I, you know, I like you. I I, I love what we building. I'm, I'm rocking with you, but also know this is what I come with. Yeah, can you handle that? And, you know, I think for me, if we would have met four or five years prior, I probably wouldn't have. But because I had spent so much time with myself
0: and I had been
1: healing from my last situation and really like getting to know me, I feel like my own grief changed me in a way that I became so much more compassionate. So Mm. when this situation presented itself, it was like, okay. Yeah, like I'm, I'm down, and we're gonna right. move at whatever space and place that you want to move at. So it was, nothing, yeah. you know, some people would be like, "Girl, you was with him for six months, and <laughs> you ain't met his kids." And I'm like, "Yes,
0: you know, I like
1: hey, why is that? I Like it had to happen when he was ready,
0: and yeah. for him,
1: it was like, I don't even know how my kids are going to handle or respond. You know, he was yeah. more worried about how they were going to respond. I love
0: that. I love that he's me. very attentive. So,
1: yeah, very. And so I was just like, you know, when we had those conversations, I was like, babe, whenever you are ready, whenever you feel like yeah. You're
0: ready. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: It took us some months, but I was cool with it. And you know, once they came and they met and they saw how it was, and it kept coming around, it became like, all right, now they're like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, like we we love Mama Leah and and Dad. Like we trying to we hanging out with them.
0: <laughs> you know what
1: I, mean? I so, love that. Yeah, I
0: love that. That's definitely important. Like, and going back to what you were saying. Um, you know, God does a thing, you know, with us, he prepares us, you know, and I, a lot of people say, you know, I've heard pastors say, if God gave you $10 million right now, this $10 million that you are asking for, would you be ready? Would you steward it correctly? So, you know, God definitely, um, prepared you in your timing for the man that he has called and prepared for you. And I'm pretty yeah. sure that you know yeah. your, you know your your husband Mr. Incredible was praying, you know, definitely after that loss for somebody that's going to come in, definitely can't fill the shoes that um you know his uh wife had left, but yeah. definitely would be a great um bonus, okay? That mm-hmm. will fit like that piece a puzzle that fits perfectly, you know, in that yeah. family. And so, um, I love that. I love, you know, I love, love, I love blended families. I love the, the men that definitely, um, uh, put their children, you know, first. And then when they find that partner, they learn how to facilitate this marriage. It's the husband and wife and understanding the kids are going to come after that, not saying that the kids are an afterthought, but I am making sure that every piece and every chess move that I make is going to be great for them because at the end of the day he is that essential parent for them. So um that's that's a great um you know applaud him. Okay. Applaud him and how he handles things. And um like I said, I love it. Um so, you know, let the people know as we wrap up, you know, do you have any upcoming events? I don't know if you might have said them earlier, but you know, just to put it out there at the end too as well.
1: Yeah, you know, honestly, I, I I'm in a season right now where I'm just like letting God do what He do. I've been tell- I've been yeah. telling people like I I'm I'm kind of in the season where I'm like, all right, God, this show year, I'm just gonna move yeah. out You know, I came into 2024, like normally I come into a year I'm like, all right, I got goals, <laughs> I got a vision board, right. I got- <laughs> I came into the year with like four things and I was like, all right, you feeling the rest of the year. So I wish I could be like, I'm planning something, but really it's, this is a God year for me. And it's a God year because I'm just choosing to trust him while trusting myself, you know, and I've been telling people like one thing God has continuously said to me is like, I need you to trust you the same way you trust me. And so I've been like super open to the directions that he wants me to go and what he wants me to do. And and I'm I'm just like, I, I tell people, just follow me on social media. You'll see what I'll be posting because that's the only thing I could give. Because I have no plans this year. And to be yeah. honest, it feels good to be in that place where you don't have the plans. You don't know mm. the next step. You're just kind of like, all right, God is me and you. You know, I always say yeah. we got some skin in the game. So he ain't failed me yet. <laughs> he ain't gonna fail me now.
0: Okay yes so i'm gonna have all of your social links um but you know of course you know shout them out how they can follow you on on all your social media links and i'm gonna also put them in the podcast as well
1: yeah listen i'm on all the platforms as leah m40 like you can find me everywhere from facebook instagram tiktok clubhouse linkedin come on like I'm I'm on all the platforms as Leah M40. So, I always tell people just follow me on social media cuz that's kind of where I post all the stuff that I'd be up to. Yeah.
0: Anywhere. Perfect. So again, you know, like I said, thank you so much for um feeling uh comfortable with coming on and sharing your testimony and showing how you love on your bonus babies um loving um on your marriage and you guys are headed in a awesome awesome direction this kobe year okay because it's 24 And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and all the bonus moms out there, thank you guys so much for listening and um, tuning into us because we're all about positivity and showing the love to bonus moms and blended families um, out there around. So, you know what, y'all be blessed.